Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper. And you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Damn! What they on? All steroids and no carbs? They're the thick-ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What up? Ah, you know. Good Thursday. It is a good Thursday. What's going on, you guys out there? A little nasty out there. A little nasty out there. It took me an hour to get home last night. Because <sighs> of the snow. Yeah, I don't know why everyone, like, there was no wrecks or anything that I saw. They just, uh... Well, it was all that snow out there. Yeah, I, I guess all that snow along I-5 that somehow I was missing. Like, they have, like, black ice. Was that, like, black snow? I just didn't see it. Yeah, you can't see. That's the new snow. Can't see the snow. I can live with... Got a chain up. Because it takes me about 20 minutes. So, normal. I can live with... If, if I got a 45 to an hour commute, I need proof of why it's taking me an hour. I need a wreck. I need something. It just can't just... Hmm. You how, never got You never no, got that? nothing. Nothing. It was probably a wreck, huh? But, like, I was looking on there and there was no reports of it. I didn't see any. Because normally once you get past it, you see the aftermath of it, right? You see the flashing lights. You see, like, where they, they clean. Nothing. Or you see some goober pulled over. Yeah. And you're like, God, you screwed everything up. As far as I know, the 59-minute commute that it took me to normally, it normally takes me 20 minutes. As far as I can tell, yes, the black snow had slowed everyone down to four miles an hour. Was it raining hard? It was. It was raining pretty bad. Yeah. See but people still, like that, that? Yeah. That much? Yeah. I think people would be surprised to know that uh, in Oregon, as much as it rains... Yeah, we uh, can't handle it. We really don't drive very well in it. Well, and, and to be fair, I mean, I get it. When it's raining bad and stuff, you got to slow down a little bit, but to, right. to that level? Oh. Yeah, was, that's unusual, bad. fella. 20-minute commute turns into an hour? 59, that's not... Well, I guess 59 minutes to be accurate. I, I made it just under the wire. Felt pretty good about it. <laughs> mm, that's not good. No, no. Yesterday, kind of. Uh, I cruised uh, right home. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you think? How do you feel about that? <laughs> that I five, in your face. That I five bridge is tasty. Let me tell you, there isn't a day that I drive over mm. that thing, and I'm like, now this seems great for a top twenty five well, hey, city. Pete Buttigieg was just here. Did you see that? that yeah, guy? I remember that. Remember that guy? Yeah. No, he was just here. Like he's here. Oh, or was here? He was here. Like uh, I thought you were talking about like a year ago. I remember no, that he was making it like yesterday, is or he, maybe the day before. Is he talking about the bridge that's never going to get built? Yep, he's talking about the bridge, and he said, "I read his quote, and he said we have a sense of urgency oh. about this bridge." <laughs> and okay. I was like, "Man, that guy didn't care about our bridge." No, no, he doesn't. I can't wait. Then I thought until they told the hell out of it. Wouldn't it be awesome to be Secretary of Transportation or whatever he is? I think he's the Secretary of Transportation. Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't that be a sweet job? Is it? Well, yeah. I mean, what does he? I mean, he doesn't do anything. Uh, I'm assuming the Secretary of Transportation has to do something. Well, Aren't he's got you a, in charge of the road. Because well, yeah, 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 yeah. Why I is it the infrastructure of the country like just completely yeah. falling apart? Look, uh, okay. Yeah, don't it's, you think maybe you're in trouble for wrecks and accidents yeah. and things like that that happen uh, uh, among right. transportation? Uh, right. I'll amend it. <laughs> uh, it's not that he doesn't do anything. It's just that it's not all that urgent or important. You know, it's like you're not really going to get. I think he got heat for. 
Oh, the Alaska Airlines stuff. Yeah, he took some heat for that. But I don't really know why that's his fault. What's well, he supposed to do? I don't know that? who was, but a number of years ago, remember that bridge collapsed in like Minnesota or Wisconsin? Whoever was the transportation secretary then, they got some because like the bridges are yeah. falling apart. Well, there was that big yeah. uh, train crash and explosion oh, in like yeah. Palestine, Ohio, just, or whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah. I just think it'd be a cool job. It's like come up with cool ideas, and maybe they work, and maybe they happen, and maybe they don't. But you don't ever really. I mean, you just. I, I want to be the uh, cash and checks. I want to be the Ferris Bueller Roy. What was uh, what was his name? The guy that ran for president in uh, in succession. Oh, Connor Roy. Connor Roy. Yeah, who's Alan I want Rock. a nice ambassadorship. Remember that whole thing? He was just <laughs> he wanted to be an ambassador somewhere. I don't know what an ambassador does, but I I want one of those, yeah, and I not think- to a stand either. Like, yeah, a decent. I'd be, a, I'd be like an ambassador to like Ireland or Scotland. I don't even need any place like warm. It's gonna be someplace cool. Well, let me go do that. Well, that'd be way better than. Secretary of Transportation. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know what the pay difference is. But I think, don't you have to be kind of a boob to, to do that? I like, think you have to be a boob to do any of those. None of those things pay. <laughs> they sort of jettison you. They're like, eh, eh. It's like they pat you on the head and like, here, handle yeah, Af- but, Afghanistan. But that's the thing is like, you just, uh, you, get to, you get to be corrupt. You're kind of a go-between, right? You just, you, uh, you, you grease the wheels I, a little bit and like. I think you just get a lot of insider stock trading tips and then you like hang out and you get to like live in a sweet place and hope that. Keep relationships you, alive. Yeah. And then you hope, you see, so you don't want to be in a place like in the Middle East because then, you know, that's that whole, uh, was that Benghazi? Yeah, like, when next, tensions arise. Then you're, yeah, next uh-uh. thing you know, the enemies are at the gate. That's what I said. You got to be like in a, Na- as long as it's a NATO country. I'm an ambassador there. I'm I'm good. I don't need warm weather. Uh, I can buy women in scarves on the streets of wherever I'm at to keep me warm and whiskey. I'm good to go. Just uh, just send me there. Send me to a nice Scandinavian country. What are both of your top three ambassadorship locations? Well, first off, New Zealand. Okay. Ooh, nice. Ooh, send, that's good. Send me to New Zealand. I want to be a, I want to be a Kiwi. We're going New Zealand one. Uh, gosh. I'd like to say some sort of island nation if we could. Sure. I'd like to be an ambassador somewhere in French Polynesia. Yeah, I'd throw my hat in the ring like Turks and Caicos or something like that. Yeah, and then again, I know it's uh, crazy because the weather's not great, but I, I would love to be somewhere in the U.K., Give me Ireland, give me Scotland, give me Wales. Okay. Uh, I could I could be very, uh, or like maybe Belgium. How about, uh, how about Portugal? Uh, something over there. I'm good. <clears throat> Isaac, what are you taking? Hmm. Italy. That's yeah, good yeah, you, I, I kind of outthought the room there. I thought that was a little, little obvious, but yeah, I mean, Spain, France. Yeah, I'm gonna go Italy. I'm gonna go considering Mexico, but well, that's not bad either. I'm telling you though, I'll bet you to be the ambassador to Italy. I'm guessing you've really gotta, you gotta be up someone's keister. That's you gotta be someone's brother. Yeah, that's, that's a, like that's a, a high up that's ambassadorship. Like a, that's a Kushner sort of position. You gotta, you really gotta know some people. But they don't really ever need you, right? Like, I don't think so. If something major comes up, they just bypass you. You're just keeping up relations, I think. And then, yeah. like, if something big happens, you tell the head cheese, like, hey, uh, something's going on over here. It's all about your contacts. Like, hey, can you put me in touch with the prime minister of your of the country that you oversee? Yeah, something like that. Because I need to talk to him. Well, you can talk to me. No, nah, just nah, give nah, me his nah. number. Yeah, you do that. Like I said, I All think, right, here, call this number. That's what you do. I think it's the cushiest gig you can have in government. But this guy's right. You know, on my Department of Transportation uh, idea here, yeah. being the Secretary of Transportation would yeah. be pretty cushy. Yeah. You implement these ideas, you're going to be you're going to be out of office before they even come to fruition. Oh, that's true. Like, you don't get... No. There's like, just nothing happens fast. No. Anything you're talking about building bridges and roads and freeways and stuff, oh, you're decades. What down you the road. do is you come to cities and you tell them, oh, this is very important to us. <laughs> you say, monorail, <laughs> monorail. You sing a song and then, you and know. Then you, and then you move on to the next city exactly. and then you go drink nice wine on your PJ <laughs> flying back to the government. I, I don't think there's any job in government outside of being the president that's actually hard or anything is expected of you. I saw some dude just recently. I was just reading an article today. Some guy that's uh, he's retiring from Congress. He's a he's a physician. He's a West Point grad, and he's retiring because he says Congress is broken. I forget exactly what he was pissed about, but you know he was up in arms. He's like, ah, it's broken. And then they, they talked about it, and uh, apparently uh, he's the world's great. He's like a Pelosi level stock trader. They said the last three years his investments, his return is a hundred and thirty three percent. Like. Of course, of course he's retiring from Congress. He's sitting around right now in a pool of money being like, I'm good. Um, it's, just, it's working in government's where it's at. 
That's why no one that's actually successful wants to do it. It's just like greedy, corrupt people or that are willing to cut corners, which is why I should be in the government. I'm all of those things. So I'm looking here at the Department of Transportation building. Yeah. It's like three blocks from the Nationals ballpark. Oh, even better. You be conducted meetings out in left field, you know, and I guarantee you probably get in whenever, you know. Yeah. That's the sort of position yeah. where you're you're that's not right. you're not in left field. That's Diamond Club, my I friend. I am a national. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably down there on the field, you know, you're talking to players. It's good to go. And as uh, Secretary of Transportation, I could outlaw a loud muffler guy. That is true. That's you, big. You probably have that. And you could probably do something about flights, you know, you know, to getting turned around and whatnot. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. There's another one today. I know, maggots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in the notes, trust me. <laughs> the hell's going on? Suke and I have been tweeted about it as well. Oh, yeah. People uh, want to make sure that yeah. we know what's going on in the friendly skies. Anytime there's any sort of airline kerfuffle, immediately we're informed of it by the people. And I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but I do enjoy that after the uh, like the 900th mass shooting yesterday, today everyone's relieved because it wasn't really a mass shooting. It was just groups of people that <laughs> sprayed bullets into the crowd. I swear to God, yeah. we're like doing a celebration today that only one person's dead, only like eight kids are shot, and that it wasn't an intentional shooting. We're now like, well, I mean. We're like thankful it wasn't a more malicious intended attack. Yeah. We're like, oh, it's just apparently just two groups of people didn't like each other, and so they just happened to be carrying around assault weapons. So carry on. We're all good. Started spraying bullets at one another. Oh, the result is the same. <laughs> well, yeah. But the intent. And so now we're like, oh, it's it's okay. Well, I also it bothers me when we say only one person died. Yeah. That's imagine if that was your family member. Yeah, and that's all you got was oh, it's oh just well, the, only just one. The, the one person. Yeah, oh, it could have been a lot worse. And to like the eight kids that are shot, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're laying in the hospital right now being like, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah, I think the number went up to 11. They were oh. between the ages of 5 and 16. I'm 5? I'm sure when that 5-year-old uh, gets out of surgery with a half of their leg blown off, I'm sure they're going to be like, eh, it's no big deal. It's not going to leave any sort of trauma. <clears throat> well, let's party. Yeah, let's do it. You guys like to party? Yeah. Let's get it done. Let's oh, do it. baby. Let's get it done. Aren't you in uh, Vegas next week? Kick the ball, you little bitch. <laughs> what? Aren't you in Vegas next week? Uh, what? Well, over the weekend. Oh, okay. I'll be there. <laughs> Why? Well, you say you're ready to party. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a pre-party. Yeah, yeah. That is right. a good place to go to do that. Yeah, that's where you party. Yeah. But my wife and I, we don't really party. We just relax. We relax there. Yeah. So you're doing Vegas. The next week, uh, I'm in New Orleans. and, and that, That's a party. Yeah, we're going to party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how about this show? Be Where are you going, Buckley? Vegas is more relaxing. He's well, got no my next thing is uh, Bandon in end of March. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, look at us. Bandon. I love Bandon. Well, who doesn't? God. Must be nice to be Buckley. Or no, end of April. Excuse me. It's Might want to get your out. dates down. You know? Yeah, I probably should. Might huh? help you. Yeah. Father of children. Yeah. Right yeah I have no idea what's going on. I just, you know, get to the next day. Right, you're in that mode. I know that mode. I mean, I don't, but I just see see people in that mode. You've heard of it. And I laugh about it. Rob's aware. He's like, oh, I see the struggles. I just think that's so funny. <laughs> ah, jerk kids. That mode. But I see it up close with my brother and his wife, you know, and it's yeah, like, they I got totally. A couple of, they got twinsies, right? No, just, oh. yeah, I think they're, what are they now, nine and seven. Oh. And I just, I see it, you know, you just, it's like, wow, it's this really is. It's a lot. Like, you really don't have time for anything. It's unbelievable. Sometimes feels that way. Yeah, well, it's your fault. You it had was one hundred percent our decision. Yep. Uh, let's get our poll question in. Uh, it pertains to nepotism today. Oh, do you like nepotism? We were just talking about nepotism. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wow. I wish I had some more. I mean, you isn't I mean, that I... why you got this job? No, unfortunately. Because of your brother? No, it's a little disappointing. <laughs> I wish, believe me, if someone in my family could get me like elevated to something. You t I would be the first one in line. My dad was in some sort of well, position of power. I don't think nepotism nepotism exists if you're if it's happening with you. No, then it's just that because you, in your you're, head you're like, oh no, I'm yeah, really I'm hard, qualified, I'm a hard worker. Yeah, <laughs> I always love it. Like I saw an interview the other day. I was listening to uh, Conan O'Brien as uh, his radio show, and he, he has a radio show. Yeah, he's got a radio show on. Uh, you and mean a podcast? I think it's a yeah, radio show, podcast, whatever. And he had uh, Tom Hanks's kid on there. And, Which one? Uh, the good one. Colin, Colin, not Chet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not Chet. I was waiting, uh, to be honest with you, I was listening in hopes that they would start making fun of Chet, but I didn't, I didn't hear that. 
but he actually had to like he had the balls to go down the road of like basically claiming that he's not famous because Tom Hanks is his dad. I was like, seriously? He seemed like a wonderful individual. <laughs> See what I mean? But, Until he said that. But I was like, are you kidding me? This like, is what I mean? I like think talking people... about breaking into the business and like how challenging. Yeah, life like, was no different for him. I'm like you jack wagon. On his own merit. Yeah, on your own merit. He is I'm, a fine actor. He is. He does a good job. But something tells me just maybe those first couple roles, uh, have an old Tommy there as your that, that that didn't do anything. They were talking about how he got into the business, and I about well, this is, drove off the road. This is what I'm saying. I I want. I just I don't have any nepotism, and I would like. But some. this is what I'm saying. When people, when you're when it's when it's you, yeah, it's never. It's like I'm great. Yeah. I, I, like I'm great on my own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my dad happens to be Tom yeah, Hanks, yeah, but yeah. I'm still a great actor. <laughs> I'm a self-made man. Because All I needed can't... was an interest-free three million dollar loan from my dad, and look at what I turned it into. Yeah, like, yeah, I know who you're talking about. What are you talking about? No, I made, it all, I made it all the way to the top. Yeah, and he, yeah. well, anyway, um, what was I going to say? We were talking about nepotism, and then uh, don't, you, there is no nepotism uh, when it's happening to you. Well, yeah, I just think, because the alternative is not a good thought. It's like, oh, man, I'm only here because of my parent, <laughs> parents or my brother. I would embrace it. And you can't. Like, like oh, listen, uh, let's carry this over because this will apply to our poll question, right. uh, what we're talking about here. Okay. Some of these people, man. Yeah. Yeah. Pull your head out. Well, it's not their fault. It's just. At least you, you can at least acknowledge it. All right. We'll get to that. Uh, kicking off the show next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, let's get to the uh, poll question. As always, it is housed on the social media app, now known as X. We're at 1080 The Fan. It is brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAA, IAQ.com. Yesterday's poll question, which best describes Kyle Shanahan's poor record in the biggest games? There were two options on there. The first one was just a bad run at the blackjack table. The second was strategy gaffes and overthink. Uh, 51%, very split on this, said strategy gaffes and overthink. Yeah, I went with the bad run. 49% said bad run at the blackjack table. Yeah, that's me. All right, and then today the question is, and it's up there for you, so uh, vote when you can. What is or would be the most egregious case of sports nepotism? Hmm. Uh, Jack Collinsworth, <laughs> Bronny James, if drafted, Brian Ferentz, or 
Than what? Uh, Thanasis. Thanasis on ten to dun. How about Giannis's brother? Giannis's brother. Go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. Because I am told that he is terrible. He is awful. Although he hit the sham god the other night and everyone lost their minds. All kinds of bad. He hit the what? The sham god move, it's like a move that everybody loves when somebody does. It's like a kind of reverse crossover thing. Oh. He did it in a game, and everyone lost their minds because he can never pull anything like that off. Dude, that is one of the better poll questions that you have ever put up because I don't know how to answer that. Well, you can make a case for all of them. You can make a strong case. Like, originally, I was like, dude, I hate, and I hate, I've been open. I hate Jack Collinsworth. I think he's terrible. He sucks. The only reason, I mean, that is the only reason he has that job is because of his dad. Well, the way you know that is, so that's Col- uh, Chris Collinsworth's kid. Yes. And he's on Sunday Night Football. Yep. But they created a thing for him. Like, yes. there was no, there was that no guy job. was not down there. No. He's like, does the sidelines or something? It's not even sideline reporter. He does he's, a, like, a pregame yeah, sideline pre-game with sideline. an analyst. It's yeah. like a, they yeah, just yeah. created a segment Chris, for him. Chris Collinsworth basically said, I need my son to have a job and he needs to be on air. And they were like, okay, here. Like, that's, and then of course, Bronny James I, already. But the Ference, he kept his job for how many years? Boy, and then the onto the I don't know. I, uh, I, I I'm confused. <laughs> really good question. I'm confused. Who is it? Vote. I think it's Ference. Yeah, it has to be. Ference is the most. Um... He would have been fired by any program in the country after even a year. Yeah. Maybe it's time to grab a hold of your little step ladders and go <laughs> ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. It's just that. Ference is the most has the most like uh, what would, ah, what's the word like you can just you can, there's a lot of data there yes with that one yes now Jack Collins was just a broadcaster so it's like ah eh, whatever no one really cares <laughs> uh, he lasted Ante Tacumpo is interesting because I mean there's no way that kid's in the league without his brother zero chance zero but then you look at Bronny and you go well. <laughs> I mean, never underestimate. He would probably still be a college basketball player, but probably not a starter for USC. Is, is he it, even a starter? Well, is he, he is I don't know. at this point? No, he's just, oh, I don't know if he starts. He's but averaging he, five and three. But he plays college basketball. He plays college basketball, yes. Did, did Ante Tacumpo, what, what's his story? I don't know, whatever. I don't know where uh, Yeah, I don't Thanos. know if he played internationally first and then came over. I don't know. Thanos. It's <laughs> so bad. But never uh, under, underestimate the absurdity of the NBA, because just as you were scoffing at this yesterday... Because, you know, some people are going to look at this and scoff. Yes. I think there are some people that are going to look at this and scoff. Probably Jared Golf is going to be scoffing at this. Golf. Golf. Uh, the story comes out today via Sports Illustrated that the Lakers are willing to explore drafting Bronny James <laughs> to appease LeBron. <laughs> I love how they're, they're willing to yeah. explore the idea. No, they're just going to. No, you know what this means? This means they're going to draft him because they want to keep LeBron so, and they want to keep him happy. So there, you are going to get a 6'4 shooting guard that can't shoot, shooting 27% from the college three-point line, who, by the way, has a major heart issue because, well, he collapsed, and he's he's not good in, in college, and he's going to be a one-and-done and get drafted by the Los Angeles Lakers. If that happens, then, then yes, the poll question will be amended because that will be the greatest case of sports nepotism of all time. A hundred percent. So this, what happens with LeBron if Bronny ends up just not being that good and has to stay another year and another year? Does LeBron just like let go of this whole I'm gonna play with my kid thing? So what if he doesn't no. count? Well LeBron's still the he's, thing is LeBron good. It's he not is. like he's clinging. He's no, I know, but doing it next year versus four years from now is a pretty big difference depending on how much development well, Bronny not, needs. He's not gonna stay four years. I wouldn't think so either. So where's the cutoff? Probably next year. After next year. Maybe. I mean you can't justify it this year, but you know, get him into double digits and scoring. They'll yeah, Lakers be like. Ah, Can you right. imagine though the heat, not the Miami Heat, but just the general heat that the the media would bring down upon the Laker organization if they draft his kid who doesn't start at USC, and it's just a bad like he's he's a below average freshman basketball player, and and I would honestly, if I'm Bronny, I don't want that. Like, how would you like? Your your entire reputation, and right now he's got a great one. He, he makes a bunch of nil money. He's got a great life. How would you like to be known as the biggest joke in sports? And because like we can joke all we want about nepotism, but or how would you like to feel that no one in the building, no one in the country, thinks you, you belong there? 
and you don't belong right, there. You and don't. deep down, he has to know he can't get it done against Oregon. And like you're well, gonna he's young. What is he? Nineteen? He's nineteen or twenty. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe in a couple years, but like, like. If I was a freshman, I guess I didn't play until my freshman year at BYU, and I was like a part-time starter. I, like, could someone come to me and be like, "Hey, dude, we're drafting you to the Chicago Bears"? I would be like, "Can you not? Because I can't do that. Like, I can barely do that here. Like, I, I just, I would think even Brawny gets into his dad's ear and be like, "Don't you dare! Don't you freaking dare pull that!" Hey, he's a glue guy. I guess. I think I'm gonna watch him tonight. They're on, I think, aren't they? They're playing Utah tonight. <laughs> USC. He's he's not we'll good. Find out. He's not good. Yeah, I think they're on tonight. Um, I want to see him. I want. I want to see. I'm going to be the judge of this. <laughs> Off of one game. That's right. One game. Yeah, they're on FS1 tonight. You're going to see him put up that sweet stat line of three, two, and one, and be like, <laughs> no, "Man, no, no, no." You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch how how he helps his teammates and I'm going to watch how he defends and slaps the floor I, and dives for loose balls and takes charges. That's I, what I'm going to watch. I do remember like when he was playing for like the USA, whatever, you know, he was like on the, the, the USA developmental team and like the McDonald's all American team. There'd be headlines like, like Bronny impresses by proving that he belongs. And then he'd have like seven points and four rebounds. And you're like, what? Or Bronny, Bronny drills five field goals in all American game. And it's like, he was five of 14. <laughs> I'm looking here. It is, uh, it is, is, is some of his stat lines and, um, boy, they're, they're impressive. Although he did have, uh, he did have 11 points one game against yeah. Arizona. See? Against yeah. the best team they played. The Is that his team. only double-digit scoring game? See, he rises to the occasion. No, it looks like he's had he had an 11 and a 10. You know what? Look, if you're, can I throw out another thing to here? here? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. To back my boy, Bronny. Yeah, let's do it. Dude, he is probably having a time of his life. He is on. He's a freshman at USC. His yeah. dad is LeBron James, and he's got a bunch of his own money. He and... plays on the basketball team. He's got all this nil money. He's, he's living probably, like a penthouse thing. I he, think he's probably slaying. You know, he doesn't care. No. <laughs> He's on dude's on easy street. <laughs> His last two games were six and three and five and uh oh a big five five. Five points, five but boards. Did you, did you see Halfway the five? To a double, double. Did you see the five? I though? didn't see the five. Each one of them was critical. <laughs> so the Lakers, per a high ranking team source, are also willing to explore the notion of adding LeBron James next season. This according to Sam Amick of The Athletic. This stance, the source said, is rooted in the reality that James' happiness truly matters to the organization. Boy. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love it. I'm kind of rooting for it now. I'm not yep. going to lie. Yep. Just for just for the sake of the absolute S show that that would be. Well, I, and don't I'm you think this will it. open a can of worms? LeBron, he's he's a trendsetter. You know, he started the whole super team thing. Everyone else's kids. Everyone else's kids. Like, well, LeBron did it. Because everyone thinks they're LeBron, right? Yeah. All the, everybody in the NBA thinks they're way better than they are. And so they're probably all going to be like, yeah, my kid's coming up. Uh, you better draft him or else I'm leaving. When someone's kid's like 5'9", <laughs> like an 8-inch bird. Like, yeah. dude, just the, 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 the new Jeb Bushler. Just put him on the bench. It makes me happy. Shut up. The league is going to be full of old-ass veteran players <laughs> and their terrible kids. And don't forget Giannis's brother. <laughs> and Giannis's We've brother. got some brothers in there, too. Well, if one of the ball brothers was better, maybe they could have gotten that crappy third ball in there. They tried. They yeah, really he, tried. Where'd he go? He nowhere. went to Europe. He's just he's lifting weights on Instagram now. But the, uh, I think he might have got a G League look at one point. But his two no. brothers aren't good enough to to get him in the league. <laughs> so that's the thing. If you're gonna pull this off, you gotta be LeBron. You gotta be good. No, I bet you. I bet you. Well, I mean, Giannis has done it. LeBron, Jokic could do it. I well, bet he you, doesn't have kids, does he? Well, if he did, look at his swole brothers. Yeah, have you seen those guys? I bet you. Giants. Yeah, one of his one of his weird uh, swole brothers. You could get him to be a goon at the end of your bench. Absolutely. I promise you right now, if Jokic went to Denver and was like, "Dude, I'm going back to Serbia, and you know I, I will do it," you put my brother end of the bench, league minimum contract, the 15 spot, guarantee that. Gets those guys done. could fill out a uniform. Guaranteed that gets done tomorrow. Someone asked a very controversial question on the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. Is this the one case that having a bad father like Michael Jordan is better for the kid? 
Because there's <laughs> no way absentee landlord dad. There's no way Jordan would do this for his slap D kids. No, no, he wouldn't. Excellent point. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Yes, that Speaking is... of, did you see uh, Jordan's kid who was uh, getting it on with Miss Pippin? Yeah, they broke up. Yeah, she scrubbed her Instagram of uh, any yeah. traces of him. I'm sure he's really disappointed. Oh, they, like he can't go find some 45 year old, you know. Larsa? Yeah, I think he's doing just fine. You know, my wife watches Real Housewives of Miami. And oh, yeah, Larsa's, she's one of them, huh? She's yeah. on there. She Let me tell you something. Her. She is an idiot. Yes. <laughs> and I mean yeah. idiot. Yeah. Sounds about right. Grade yeah. A yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. And something tells me Marcus is going to be just fine. Guessing, yeah, he'll be all right. I'm guessing being right. Jordan's kid, uh, while your dad wasn't around much, I'm guessing that opens plenty of doors. Still has it, a windfall, I think. I mean, you know, you know what Marcus does for a job, right? He sells Jordan's shoes. He has a uh, he has a, a shop down in in like Miami where he sells rare and one off like unique Jordan brand stuff. I wonder where does he get those? I wonder where he gets it. <laughs> hey, you know what? He built that business on his own too. No help from dad. No help whatsoever. So it is nepotism. <laughs> at least from at least from his business model. You know, it's interesting. Like if I were really rich and I had I I just don't know what I would I don't I'm know how, really rich. I don't know how I'd handle that with my kids. You be you, you it, even if you did it, it's like with Jordan, he does it begrudgingly. Right. He's like, dude, like you kind of have to. You can't. Yeah. He you, he comes to you. He's like, Dad, I got this idea. I'm going to sell a bunch. I'm going to open my own shoe store, and it's going to be high end, and we're going to sell exclusive stuff. And he's like, That's awesome. And he's like, All I need from you is all the product. And you're like, God. And I sure he he gave him a business card of someone at the Jordan brand, and was like, Don't bother me with this again. Just here, shut up and go away. Remember when we had. We had him on. It was Warren Buffett's kid. Yeah, wrote a book about this. And his he didn't do squat. What do you mean? Didn't do Buffett squat? did not silver spoon his kids. He has not, but he but he has he did. They're in the will. Yeah, I mean they are going to get money. Yeah, but they're not going to get generational wealth. Yeah. He I said, think is the way. I think he, he said it. something is we have it. We're going to get enough where we can do what we want to do, but we don't get enough to where we can do nothing. Right. And he was pretty cool. I remember this was years ago on our yeah, show. He wrote yeah. a book and was making the rounds. We had him on. And it was interesting. You know, the way Warren Buffett's handled it, that's about as good as you can. Yeah. Because it's, I just imagine that's a, not easy. If I was his kid, I'd be pissed. I'd be you son of a, listen to old man. <laughs> would you, or would you, like, I also still kind of feel like his kids are golden, right? It's like, yeah, I know. okay, yeah, he says he's not giving you the... And a lot of it's going to go to charity and stuff. He's so wealthy. It's like, why do you even want that? Like, you don't even, you know, there's, it's, it's so absurd how much money he has. But I, I don't know. It changes. Like, even if you go through life, like doing your own thing, you still have that safety net. Like, you're, you're, that's not, it changes everything. Your Pro life is different. Probably. So it's easy to say, well, uh, done it all myself and i yeah i'm gonna look it up yeah. I, I think yeah. look if your dad's worth billions and you and when he dies you get a check for like a million bucks i'm sure it's awesome but at the same time you're like you i think it's more than a million i'm, I'm gonna look it up i want to yeah. see see if you can find that I, it's out there yeah but it's not they're not getting tens of billions it's disappointing <laughs> That's the poll question. Uh, what is or would be the most egregious case of sports nepotism? Jack Collinsworth, Bronny James, if drafted, Brian Ferentz, or Thanasis Uh That is on X at 1080. The fan vote, vote hard. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, Drew Eubanks, and High T. Next, here's Buck. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. He brought up uh, Mike Golick Jr. Yeah, that's true. I have not. Well, we're talking about nepotism, nepotism. in sports. I have not um, consumed any Mike Golick Jr. Is he a lot like his daddy? 
Yeah, he was on. He had his own ESPN show for a while, and right out of because he was like he was he was with Senior and Wingo for a while. Yeah, and then he did his own thing. He had one of the national shows. I for and, right. and he I, used to precede us on 1080 uh, at the 6 a.m. show. But I'm not certain what he does anymore. But he got the fat. He got the Collinsworth fast track to to ESPN. Is he good? Is he like his dad? Uh, like, I thought his dad was good. He's very similar. I think he's, he definitely he, got that job because of nepotism. But I think he's, he's better bad. than Collinsworth is. Yeah, is he? He's is he better, better than his dad. I don't know about that. No. I mean, his dad's a, is a legend, but he's not, he's, when you listen to him, he's not terrible. It's not glaringly, like, <laughs> yes. glaringly like, oh, this guy shouldn't be there. Like, but, he can hold his own a little bit. But he wouldn't have had that job if Correct. not for his Correct. dad. Now, I did find some Warren Buffett stuff. Yeah. So he's got three kids. The one we uh, interviewed was was Peter. Mm-hmm. And so this He wrote is, a book, right? He, he wrote a book. So Warren Buffett, by the way, who is worth $130 billion, um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and he's given away forty-eight billion in his life already. Already, and and Damn, he and dude. he's gonna give. Yeah, he'll give most most of those guys all just give it to charity. Yeah, right? it's it's gonna go. They're just like you're. I mean, you you're not even allowed to pass that kind of wealth down. It's so much. Yeah, so people will shame you. What he did with his kids is, um, and the Peter did say I, I was reading the the story in Forbes. I guess like in two thousand six, Peter had fallen on some 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 harder times for him and he asked his dad for his loan his dad said no <laughs> for a loan for a loan how much did he want he just said he asked his dad for a loan he was trying to you know, do some things damn and, that's savage and he said no the guy's worth 130 billion and he said no <laughs> he said no so he did <laughs> he said that uh what warren buffett did is he gave each one of his kids when they turned 18 he gave them like a hundred thousand dollars in his stock Okay. What is it, the Berkshire or whatever? Absolutely, yeah. And they could do what they wanted with it. Okay. But he told them to invest uh, it. Keep it. Keep it. And then uh as they got older and they they graduated, he set up nonprofit organizations for them. So they all run nonprofits. Oh. And they get their salaries from that. That is their job. They run, and some of them do different things. Like Peter does, you know, he composes music and stuff. But they get their salaries off of a nonprofit. And he started each one of their nonprofits with twenty million dollars. And then he did a separate fund where each year the each nonprofit gets about a hundred million dollars. Whoa! So their job, they 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 run a nonprofit that each year gets funded with a hundred million dollars, and they can. Do what they want with that, including pay themselves. Who may, wait? So did he, he? So he creates the nonprofits based on the interest of the kids. Yes. Yeah, so he went to each kid and was like, "What, what kind you, of nonprofit would you want?" Yes. Oh wow! Like one does farming and agriculture and, and lives uh, still is in Missouri where his dad lives or Ooh. Kansas or wherever he lives in Nebraska. Nebraska. So one of them lives by the dad and, and does farm stuff. So his nonprofit is to help like agriculture. Another one does like a, a an arts program. So anywho, the dad set up this massive nonprofit for each one of his kids, and that's what the kids do. They run that nonprofit, and he said they can use that money for the nonprofit, including, he does admit in there, he goes, including our salary. Now, it doesn't say what the salaries are, but I'm assuming with a $100 million nonprofit every year, I'm guessing you pay yourself a decent hunk. $99 And then when he dies, there will be no money. There is no inheritance. Really? No. See, I thought he left him... Left nope. them each. But each nonprofit will get two point five billion dollars to do whatever they want. So what happens if they run the nonprofit into the ground? Of course that's probably hard to do with a hundred million yeah. infusion of Yeah. And <laughs> and then when he dies, you get an infusion of two point five billion. So he basically and just it doesn't sound by the way like the kids are idiots. No, oh, it sounds like I they're all pretty think, sharp kids. I didn't think Peter was Peter. Is that what you said? Peter is the one that we. Yeah, we, I didn't. I thought he was actually quite sharp. His book is called um, "Life Is What You Make It: Find Your Own Path to Fulfillment." Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure they're great. It's just, but he really he gave them their. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Like they couldn't forge their own path. Like he, here's what you're doing. But at least he asked them what they... Well, you could turn down and say, I don't want to run your nonprofit. And then what? Get nothing? And then probably get nothing. But you know what? That's I don't know, man. That's kind of cool in that you <sighs> you do get to you get to pick whatever you're passionate about. And and by the way, you can, like I said, Peter does other things. He just collects a salary off of the nonprofit. It's, I, see, I would love to know what that salary is. I see where he, Warren, my man Warren, is going with this. Yeah. I see it. I, I, I can... Yeah, it makes sense. It it does. It's very clear. At the same time, I don't love it. <laughs> you say just give them the money? No. I I don't think that. I just think 
I think there needs to be more wiggle room for the kids to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Like you basically just said, here's what you're doing. And I don't I don't love that. <laughs> I'm guessing Peter's not going to complain. By the way, I looked up uh But what if Peter loves music that's or writing? Right. He does. He's a Grammy he, like he's won a Grammy. He's like a music producer and yes, composer. But what he but what was if, like, not I allowed... guess what if he had pursued that correct in its entirety instead? Well are we gonna try to pretend that you have to spend a bunch of your time running the nonprofit? Come on. <laughs> He basically well, said, here's a place that you can draw a salary from every year and do whatever the hell you want. By the way, I so looked it up. So is this all just tax breaks for him? Probably. He's worth, Peter, they say, is worth about two to $300 million. Really? Yeah. His, and how is that? His nonprofit gets $100 million every year. That's not a one-time okay, gift. Okay, but that's not to him. But he runs the nonprofit. Okay, but he... What do you think his but salary is? But he can't is? profit from it. It's a nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> in your face, bitch! Here's the thing. How much you want to bet that the house he lives in is owned by the nonprofit? The private jet that he flies around in is for nonprofit purposes. And I don't know if there's a limit to your salary that you can grant yourself on a nonprofit, but I'm guessing it's a significant salary. Oh, so and by the way, then it's he all compo- a scam. It seems that way. Are the nonprofits doing anything good for anyone other than them? Yeah, it sounds like the when I was the, the article in Fortune. Um, yeah, they do a lot. I don't love it. I don't love it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you. That said, if yeah. we had Warren in here on the show, yeah, my buddy, and we were talking about this, I don't know what a better idea is. That's what I was saying. Like when you, when you get super rich, filthy rich. Yeah, I don't know how I would handle. I mean, like generational wealth rich billions i don't know how i would handle that with my kids my I, kids would probably be be silver spoon little d-bags <laughs> you know i don't know I, I hope they wouldn't but i think this honestly this is kind of i think this is smart because like you said you're not just giving your kids a billion dollars you're forcing them to kind of work for it they're picking something they can be passionate about and do good work yeah I mean, again, like I said, I see the path at the same time. He basically just like who who is worth 200 and 300 million dollars running a nonprofit? Well, Peter. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Isaac's kids would be like Hunter Biden, like water slides and, and hookers. <laughs> yeah. Keep me out of the news, kid. Well, I would do something like if I had to do one, I would do one for like uh, I would do like a, a children's like adopted children. I would do something like that because that's a. Like kids, that's really an expensive and then process. And get rich off of it. Well, yes. I mean, come on, dude. Why he, not? He just said, "Yeah, I would get rich off of it." Why not? <laughs> They're giving. Yeah, he he sold. He pledged two twelve point two million shares of his Class B stock that gets broken up into annual gifts, averaging a hundred million dollars for each one of his kids' charity, and then. Uh, on his uh, on his deathbed, his estate is fully redistributed. Each organization is set to receive two point five billion total. So it's a way for him to keep his money in the family yeah. without because like Paul Allen doesn't have kids. No, like the vast majority of his wealth is going to it's just gone, right? Like, well, not gone, but it's going to nonprofits and different yeah different charities. Yeah. This way, the long game here is that he just he keeps the money in the family pretty much. And again, I'm sure there's huge tax implications to this where you don't have to get it sliced a million different ways. And, you know, I don't know. It's He's 93, by the way. Warren Buffett. Yeah. Peter is an Emmy-winning musician and composer. He has two children, and uh, his daughter is an artist designing NFTs. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> the passion. Know, it's, it's kid. It's like, hey, what do you do? That's I what I'd do if I were a billionaire's kid, too. I chose a career that generates no revenue. What do you do? I, gen- I, I make BFTs. What is it? BFTs. What are they NFTs. <laughs> They're non-fungible tokens. So Howard Buffett is the eldest, and he uh, he has farms in Nebraska and uh, Illinois. He's a farmer? He's a farmer. And that's what I said. He's he he's a farmer and he his uh foundation uh commits uh, sources to or resources to agricultural solutions to end world hunger Love and that. conflict uh, mitigation globally. But does he really farm? Well, or does he live on a really, really nice he, ranch? He owns farms. I'm gonna look here. And then Susie God, she old. runs the Sherwood Foundation. Uh, that is in Nebraska, and it supports a range of nonprofits, including child development. And she's a chair of the nonprofit uh, that Warren established in honor of his late wife, the Susan Thompson Buffett Foundation. There you go. Well, I think that's great. Like I said, 
I don't know. I, I would like to be presented. I would like five billionaires to come in here and present to us mm -hmm. their ideas for how they've handled their wealth with their children. Well, I, I know. Because I don't know that Warren Buffett's, even though that's a, I, I, I see the route, I like it, I don't think that's the best way to go. I know a billionaire who listens to the program. Get him in here. And he has one child. Get him in. Let's <laughs> go. Right. He can be the first to present to me. Henry, let's do He did say that he would come on and do, I, I said we want to do Ask a Billionaire. Well, I haven't seen him yet, no. so. <laughs> I'll text him and his assistant will get back to me in seven months. Henry, if you're out there listening, we're coming for Could you. Could we we're, book five billionaires? Uh, I know one, <laughs> and I will be lucky to book him. Could we book five billionaires? No. No. You don't think so? No. I think we can book one. We could get cubes, maybe. I bet we could get Henry's partner, the guy that was well, going to buy three, the right? W. That's two. Well, you said his partner. Yeah, Henry and his partner. It's two. Where Wait, are you getting is he three? gay? No, his partner that started the business. No, so we with get three him. if we get cubes because Isaac thinks we get Cuban. We're not getting cubes. You could. Maybe well, I think we got it. Maybe you got a shot at. Okay, cubes. so that's maybe three. You got a shot. At we got cubes. a shot. So we got two. I, one for certain. Two could we get probably. Jody? Can we get Phil Knight? <laughs> yeah, we're going to get Jody. What, is Burt Cold a billionaire? <laughs> no. 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 Jody's not a billionaire. What about Phil? Can we get Phil? No. I've tried. Yeah. Hmm. Jody's not a billionaire. She's we have be... access to She's potentially not... get an idea, or to get the idea to Phil, but I don't, it's not. No. Not at this. It's and and that's, not... Jody's not even close to a billionaire. Colin got Phil once. Really? Remember that? Back on, in the day? On the fan, yeah. I was his update guy. He was he was when it didn't did a show out at Nike. All right, uh, we got a break. When uh high T meets high T, Isaiah Stewart Drew Eubanks edition, next on the fan. All right, moving on. Nepotism has taken up the whole damn hour. It happens. By the way, I looked it up. Jody technically is worth twenty billion dollars now. Is she? Well, she controls the Paul Allen Trust, so and that trust is worth twenty billion. And no one else owns it, so she technically, like, when you look at, uh, she's like the fourth richest owner in sports. Because <laughs> it's so, but, but that's it's not like hers, a, though. Well, but she's no, it kind of is. I mean, no, it isn't. She runs the trust, and there's no other. Uh, but that's like saying I, I don't. That's like <laughs> that's like saying a CEO <laughs> of a company is the owner like that's not true that's I'm just saying if you look up her net worth technically it's it says 20 billion and then every and all the articles it's it kind of is like well i mean she got all the money from paul but it's not well where did the rest of his money go he was worth more than that i thought well i think a lot of it got donated and i think all of this is supposed to get donated but that's until I mean. it does she has it and controls it and no one really can question it so you think she's pulling off some massive loans off of that uh well, they, that nest egg there according to the one article that i saw that uh, they say that her salary off of this is somewhere around 150 million bucks what salary salary does that mean annually that would be a salary yeah 150 million dollars well, 20 billion dollar estate to run the trap like what does she do every day well, what does she do all day well, this is why I said, like, when people were like, why isn't she selling? That's like roughly 400K a day, right? If, to if just, you're, if to you're, do what? If you're paying yourself and you're the only one that's running it, who's going to question it? Like, if you were making 150 mil and she's going to get a percentage of stuff that sells, what, what advantage does she have to sell anything? So and, she's just going to ride it out? Well, why? What wouldn't? happens if she kicks and it's not gone? I don't know. I don't know. She doesn't have kids either, does she? Uh, yeah, she's got kids. She was she married. Does? She was married with a couple kids. Oh, I, th I didn't think either of them had kids. She was married to a golf course manager, <laughs> but they divorced. You're kidding? No, they divorced in like 2009. What club? Uh, I don't know. Huh? But yeah, she's got a couple kids. But when I saw that the estimated salary at 150 mil, I was like, <laughs> damn, dude. But I knew she made money off of running that. Sure. Which is why she I always have gotten something. Which is why I always said, like, there's no way she's gonna sell anytime soon. She's just built and, and she gets a percentage of stuff that gets sold off. So it behooves her to just keep it around. I just didn't realize it was it was that. That's a nice little paycheck. So my... she's she's slow playing this so her kids get it all. Well, why wouldn't you? And she oh, I don't know. So she gets hundred and fifty million a year and then her kids get the twenty bill. I mean, they don't get it, but you know what I mean. They, they're in charge of it. They're and then all in charge of it, and then they can take their salary. And, I don't know, and, man. And maybe the kids have some role in it. I don't know, but again, I just am asking what, in her interest, why does she want to sell that? Because every year she waits around, those the Seahawks and Blazers just keep going up and up, and 
she just keeps writing checks and is like, yeah, I'm handsomely paid. You know what? She's worth every penny according to her. <laughs> and I can't fault her because I'd be doing the exact same damn thing and so would you. Hmm. I'm a little disappointed that she didn't write herself a bigger salary. You think it's all in there? Like she couldn't... <laughs> I'm guessing that maybe she's being humble. I'm, I'm guessing that some of this stuff was probably laid out. By, 50 mil. I, look, I'm going to be nice here and I'm only going to take 150 million a year. Okay. I'm just going to be cool. I'm cool. It's the family. I don't need the, I don't need much. It's the family discount. I don't need much, but like all his homes and stuff, she's, she owns those. Like all the residents, those are technically hers right now. Huh. It Eventually. appears that his golf course was Willow's run in Redmond. Wow. That guy. Wow. At least that's what my quick Google search. The is owner me. of the course, or the did you say golf course? Like, the well, super- I just I just looked up his name and golf course. What what did you say his his job was? Sue, he was a he managed or he was, ran or designed. It was, the, it was a golf. They said golf course management. Okay, uh, so he probably okay, but they divorced a long time ago. Hmm. Ah, they lo- ah, damn it! All I know is she gets to show up to all Paul's homes and be like, "My home now." <laughs> No one owns them but her. Well, the trust owns them, and she runs the trust. So those are her homes. Yeah, they don't take the keys away. Are there any watchdogs on this over the Metropolitan? I don't know how all that works. (laughs) 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 But if there's not, hey yo, (laughs) are we nominating ourselves? Scrooge McDuck style. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll do it. I think Burt Cold's probably a watchdog. (laughs) Yes, Jody. I think you're making sound decisions. Watchdogs over the Metropolitan. I love it. All right, now. 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 We get to high tea talk next on The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.